0: Thank mm.
1: It? I must have missed that. They can Sinclair's cross over Cunningham. De oh, I do not believe that. That is sensational. Good afternoon, good day, and good night. Welcome back to Team of Our Lives, the only and best noughties based football podcast with fuels like Jason Yule. We're amazing in person, like Paul Merson, and we can drink a Stella like Mark Kinsella. Amazing. As always, as always. Um, Anyway, welcome back to the pod, and this week, we relegate ourselves to the Championship, or Div 1, depending on how old you are, as we discuss the best players to ever play in the Football League. Um, We are very much in the wheelhouse of my co-host, Portsmouth fan, documentary filmmaker, Mr. Harry Hansford. How are we doing? Are you looking forward to discussing where Portsmouth truly belong in the Football League? <laughs>
0: uh, I'm very good. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Uh, gone, I've gone for some players that hopefully won't appear in yours. I'm sure we'll have a bit of crossover possibly. Um, it was interesting to look back and try and work out who would be my sort of top five. Uh, but yeah, when you think about it, so many great players playing in the Championship, drawing the noise, um, and so a couple of them got a you know a season or two in the Premier League, and obviously it, showed, it just showed the golfing class between the Premier League and the Championship
1: then, let alone now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We should probably clarify this week. We are looking at the uh, top five best ever players to play in the football league, so the Championship, uh, League One or League Two, or it was called Div One, Div Two, Div Three back then. Um, when did it change? Like two thousand four around that time yeah I think, I think so. it, yeah 2003 2004 yeah yeah so um we're looking for the top five players of the noughties to play in those leagues so it's very much out of my comfort zone uh and playing into Harry's hands potentially because he went to a lot of league games back then uh no doubt as well um but we have put in some rules because we can imagine you know sometimes you know players like Juninho of Middlesbrough would have played in the championship or you know famous relegated teams like the Man City's when before they had all the money. They still are good players who played in the championship then. So we're not allowing one season wonders in the championship. This is These are the rules we're going to stick by. So with an index full of players to choose from and considering all the players who've played in the multitude of leagues, we will only be selecting our official top five as long as they've at least spent five years in the championship or lower league football. I think that's the best and fairest way to get the best five, or maybe even the best ever player in the football league, because I think if they spent nine years in the Prem and then got relegated with Newcastle 9 '10, yeah. and spent one year in the in the in the Champ, um, I think it'd be harsh to go. Well, the best player in the Championship was a fucking Scott Parker, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I think that's the fairest way to do it. If they spent at least half their time during the noughties in the lower leagues, I think that's a fair uh, kind of um measurement so To speak,
0: no, no definitely, yeah. Uh, as you say, otherwise, we would just it would just be full of uh sort of one season wonders. There'd be people like Paul Merson playing for Portsmouth, or yeah, you know, but uh, you know, Paul Merson is obviously was a top division player most of his career, you can't really choose him, so yeah, I think it was the right call to say have to have
1: five seasons at, at least. Absolutely, and um, we got a shitload of honourable mentions and players we want to kind of discuss, and hopefully in this episode we'll be a nostalgic kickback to the northeast if you were a lower league fan, are a lower league fan, or were a Man City fan, and are a Man City fan, and a Stadium Man City fan, you would be like, oh yeah, those are the real players, those are the real players. Um, so without further ado, I did actually write Paul Merson down, because uh, for sure he's a 90s legend with Arsenal, Middlesbrough, Aston Villa, um, but he dived down to Portsmouth and the Champ in 2002. Uh, helping him into the Premier League, and then he sure. spent three years with Walsall, so he did spend a bit of time in the lower leagues yeah, uh, in the noughties definitely. as well. Um, did you see him play as a Portsmouth fan? I saw yeah, him play for Aston Villa, funny enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, that season was a, a season I remember very well. It was one of the first seasons that I was like going quite regularly, and it just happened to be that you know we get promoted. It was incredible.
1: Was he a different um, class though? Was he just terrible? Yeah,
0: up? yeah, so yeah, we had this bit of a run where we kept bringing in sort of a player each season who you know were once great and maybe at the end of their career but you know every time they just they were still great you could see it and Mercer's one of those if not maybe one of the best um and then he was just one of those players where it didn't matter who we were playing up front you know he made Todorov look absolutely incredible um and uh you know, Todorov had a great season for us that year. but never quite replicated that ever again. And it's probably because you didn't have someone like Merson putting balls into him like that. And so, yeah. He's <laughs> that sounds <wonderful>. like sexual.
1: <laughs> Merson putting balls into Todorov.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, so, uh, were there any um, players that didn't make it into your top five that you thought deserve a mention or a celebration of sorts? Yeah, so... One that I
0: thought I about putting in my top five, but then looking at it, I figured that a lot of his time in the championship sort of came a little bit after the Naughties. So he did, he did, uh, he did play in like League One and stuff during the Naughties. But uh, quite famously, started his career sort of in the Premier League with Middlesbrough. So that was uh, Danny Graham. Yeah, um, but I just didn't quite feel like so
1: Swansea as well, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. I just didn't feel like he spent enough time in the time period we were looking at, specifically at the championship level. He sort of sort of had this weird career it was like Premier League, League One, almost straight back to well, maybe a year in the championship, back to Premier League for a bit. Um, and then finally back in the championship. He's just one of those players that was obviously too good to be in the championship. There are a few players in kind of like league. the
1: there are kind of few players in like the Never Zone, if that makes sense. Mm. Where they're like I don't know, kind of Kevin Phillips kind of players who kind of just bouncing up and down. Oh, good, yeah, but yeah, kind of bounce about, yeah, kind of Ivan Tony likes, so to speak, for your modern yeah. day listeners. Charlie Austin, there we are. That's that's the kind of what I mean. Never seen, sure. yeah. There we go. Um, any other players or mentions? Yeah, so again, I looked at Ricardo
0: Fuller um, for his absolute great player for. Portsmouth sometimes <laughs> did very well at Stoke. Uh, but then I felt it was a bit harsh on him because, okay, he wasn't he wasn't a great goal scorer in the Premier League, but yeah. for Stoke, he was a creative force, wasn't he? And, yeah. uh, you know, they love him up there. So I felt maybe it was a little bit harsh because he did actually spend quite a lot of time in the Premier League with, with Stoke. Um, so that's why I didn't quite go for him. But again, Wonderful player. I've told the story before. Oh, I forever love him for when he, when he left Southampton went to Stoke and he tried to score a, a drop kick uh, and it just, just went over. Like for keeper weren't expecting <laughs> it. He just passed it back and he tried to score it. And for that, I think Pompey fans forever love him for you know trying to score over Southampton.
1: Yeah, he was uh, Preston North End's leading man until 2005. Uh, scored 31 in 63. He had a season in the Premier Portsmouth for only scoring once. Yeah, on um, that time, he then find himself back in the championship with Southampton. His move to Stoke in 2006 would revitalize his career, helping them to the prem in 2008. He turned out 72 times for Jamaica as well, yep. uh, so he's an international, but only scored nine times. Um, another thing I did notice doing a bit of research for this episode as well was that when we think of top tier strikers, your drogbers, your Omre's, their career goal tally are in like the 300s. Yeah, Uh, most players we're looking at today will be lucky to hit 200. Um, Ricardo Filler, for example, 134. Yeah, that's that's quite good. good. It's quite good. I think you hit the nail on the head by what you said with Paul Merson. There's class strikers in the Championship League 1 and League 2, but the creative service just isn't there, maybe? Mm,
0: Yeah, maybe. And and I suppose you you sort of maybe expect them to score more because they're playing against... Uh, maybe not as great defenders, but yeah, like I say, if you're not playing with creative service, it's not going to happen for you. And in Ricardo Fuller's case, a lot of the time he ended up becoming the creative service for whoever else was there at Stoke. um But he really sort of transformed his game at Stoke. Where at Pompey, he, yeah. was, he was a out-and-out striker, and he was injured most of our first Premier. I think he was better
1: when he was selfish. Yeah, from memory. Sure. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to another player. Bit of a random one. Stern John. Oh, yes. What player? Stern John. Dwight York's international strike partner for Trinidad and Tobago. uh, Had three seasons in the Prem with Birmingham City, but spent most most of his career in the Championship. Um, Always a consistent goal scorer, but not exactly uh, prolific. Uh, Also won the Championship with Sunderland and uh, turned up at the 2006 World Cup. So deserves a mention at least just for that. Uh, would have played against England as well, the 06 World Cup. They were in our group, Trinidad, weren't they? If uh, yeah. memory serves me right. Uh, any other mention, Mr. Harry?
0: Yeah, so uh, again, someone that I sort of thought about putting in, but then just didn't fit for me, was uh, Darren Huckabee. He was always the name at the yes. time where you're like, oh, someone should take a chance on him. Um, but, you know, for whatever reason he just quite wasn't at that level but think about it, he played for over his career he, you know he played for some proper EFL teams at the time like Millwall Coventry Leeds Man City mm. um, for a few seasons as well so Norwich as well. Horace, Norwich yeah. I think he eventually he went to the States um, ended his career over there like all good uh, Englishmen do <laughs> 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 but yeah again great great player Um, I think, what, 465 games over his career, 115 goals. Very good. Yeah, for sure. I'll be
1: honest with you, I didn't write him down. I really wish I did now because I was (laughs) lacking of midfielders to put in this list. Um, But yeah, he was an absolute speed demon. He was very good at taking people on. Um, Yeah, I wonder why he never got snapped up by a big club. It definitely seemed like the kind of type that would. Yeah, for sure. Any Huckabee fans, let us know. This is an interesting one. A player I saw play quite a lot um, as I used to go and watch Plymouth games. Barry Hales. Okay. I didn't really know anything about this man's career. I saw him play for Plymouth and he just looked slow and lethargic. Mm. Um, But actually, it turns out he was quite prolific. Uh, So Another Jamaican international. He helped Fulham to their first promotion to the Prem. um, but Also with Louis Saha. uh, But also had stints with Sheffield United, Millwall, Leicester and Plymouth Argyle. 851 league appearances in English football and 238 goals. So a goal every four games. Uh, he also won a UEFA Intercoto Cup with Fulham. Um, yeah, strange career I guess, but longevity so he must have been doing something yeah. right. And that's, that's another thing I
0: think I was surprised by was just how long some of these players careers went. Yeah. Um I wonder if that's because maybe uh they, you know, maybe they weren't getting the payday of because you look at Premier League players and their Chris sort of tends to end around the same time, right? Usually 36, 37, uh maybe a couple of years before that. But maybe these guys push themselves a little bit longer uh for the money, or maybe it's just because they love the football more. Um, or maybe and maybe because the level allows you just to stay around a little bit longer. I don't know. But I thought it was very interesting for a lot of them tended to have longer careers than you'd expect from a Premier League footballer
1: yeah absolutely I think you're quite right I think um what you do I think financially it's probably justified as well they're trying to hold on a bit longer because maybe that money means more to them yeah uh, than it is getting paid ridiculous wages every week um I've got a lot of controversial ones okay I'm going to save those for a, bit, a little bit of time uh, but right, I've got a very the, controversial one as well because they didn't make the top five um so I'll save those for a minute or two. Uh, Dean Ashton is my next one. Oh, I, I didn't think of the- oh, yeah. it. So um, a career cut short by injury and yeah. has one solitary England cap. Dean Ashton was a vital part of crew Alexandra as they were relegated and once again promoted to the championship, uh, scoring 74 times them over five years. He was snapped up by Neuch in the Prem, although relegated, um, would earn a transfer to West Ham. Uh, despite being forced to retire in 2009, he still... Managed 111 goals at the age Incredible. before he was 26. Um, so that's pretty good, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I don't think he spent, again, it was, was five years mainly with Crew Alexandra and lower league football. So um, yeah, he wasn't exactly prolific for them. So I thought, no, he's not getting in the top five.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it was a real shame of his career, actually, because loved them as well. And it looked like maybe things were starting to. Uh, work out for him and then obviously the injury came and I think it took a while for him to realise the injury was going to be career ending as well. I think for a while there was hope he was coming back.
1: Yeah, he'd done a bit I of an Andy Carroll and he He play like every other game. Mm. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah so it is a shame and uh, yeah, what a great, uh, for some reason whenever I picture him I, I, I can see him in the England kit Well, much yeah. appearance but I think maybe that image has been banded around so much of like probably as a one-cap you know, one
1: cap wonder sort of thing. Yeah, he was kind of Danny Ings-type kind of striker, wasn't he? Yeah. Very good, sure. Um, any other players you got? Yeah, so I'm, I'm
0: going to go for one that couldn't make the top five because he doesn't fit our criteria, but I can't not na- name him. The best player I ever saw in the Championship at the time for First Division, and that is Robert Prozinecki. I will never stop talking about how good Robert Prozinecki is, but doesn't fit our doesn't fit our our bill he's only in the championship for one year with Portsmouth okay the rest of his career was in Spain or in Croatia or in Czech Republic uh, etc I think he's managing in Croatia somewhere now Um, but yeah I mean you don't get to play for Barcelona Real Madrid and Portsmouth and not be great you know
1: (laughs) those three teams in the same sentence yeah just sound wrong it's, they're the three greatest teams of all time, I think, right? Oh, obviously, obviously.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, good shout. Well, there's a reason I didn't write him down. Then. So, yeah, one year one year in uh, in the league. Yeah, um, Matt Janssen. Yep. I think we've talked about him a couple of times with Joshua Blackburn and a few other yeah, episodes it's... we've done. Uh, a bit of a weird career, especially in the Noughties. He helped Crystal Palace back into the Premier League in the 1999-2000 season. And then after one year in the Prem with Blackburn, he was a vital part of them. Uh, Regaining promotion to the Premier League with 24 goals in the 2000-2001 season. Of course, winning the League Cup in the next season. Uh, He left Blackburn in 2006 and joined Bolton halfway through the season. Struggling to regain fitness and having started a property business. He stepped away from football for 18 months. And then, (laughs) after previously being part of the Bolton Premier League side, he then joined non-league Wrexham in 2008. Oh, incredible. So a bit of a weird career. He didn't qualify because he didn't spend uh, enough years in lower league football. But he went from a Bolton Premier League side to being a property manager for <laughs> eighteen months, and then churning out for Wrexham, which I thought was uh, strange, quite odd. Um, but yeah, when we spoke to Josh about Blackburn, he had like a lot of good things to say about him. So um, yeah, for sure. I think in that season he was he was absolutely sensational. Yes, 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 yes. Anyone else?
0: I've got one, but if we're, if we're wait for controversial, Is it a controversial? Okay, we'll wait for con-
1: we'll, we'll wait for a controversial avenue coming up in a few minutes time. Um, and there are some big players there as well. Um, some other ones I've got down then: Paul Dickov, um, Man City legend and Scotland international. He helped Man City back to the Premier in 2000 uh, when they were relegated again. He joined Leicester in the Premier League, who were then relegated, which doesn't sound good thus far. He then scored 20 goals in Div One to help them back up. He then had two seasons with Blackburn and another two of Man City, though he spent much of his time on loan in the Championship with the likes of Crystal Palace and Blackpool. He would then join Leicester City once more, helping them out of League One and then finished his career with Derby in the Championship, Leeds in League One and Oldham also in League One. So he had a massively floating career. And even when he was technically a Premier League player, he'd go on loan to these teams yeah. and um, was that vital. I think with Paul Dikov, he's just a vital bit of experience. Uh, for potentially a youthful team and yeah, uh, sure. although getting relegated he definitely played his part in getting teams promoted as well
0: and, and the uh, like you say play played for Leicester, Leicester of that sort of era as well always seemed to have these sort of players that were uh, just really good at that level but possibly not as great anywhere else uh, even going back a few years before that obviously they had uh, Muzzy as a uh, who, Hesky, uh yeah. who I looked up but then I didn't didn't quite fit time frame wise for me Um but yeah great player Uh they always seem to have those sort of players even like even Ian Walker as goalkeeper was probably too good to be uh championship goalkeeper hence why you know they got promoted with him as goalkeeper but probably wasn't quite good enough to really to stay
1: uh well he went to Euro 2000 I believe
0: I think he did actually didn't yeah, he? yeah he did he was like weird yeah.
1: third choice goalkeeper yeah
0: um, he, was, he was a very good goalkeeper but I think uh, I think I imagine Walkers was paying him yeah he was he, he was, he was, too,
1: he was <laughs> yeah he was too good he was too good looking I mean I think that was the thing um controversial one a little bit not as much as the other ones coming up Michael Chopra okay alright interesting have you put is he in the top five he might be oh for fuck's sake Right, this is why you're wrong um, All right. <laughs> uh, a mixed character who's had many a battle with the law within gambling circles and domestic abuse, etc. Um, however, he's somewhat of a Cardiff superstar, starting his career off in the Prem with Newcastle. He would become an important loan signing in Div 1 for Watford and Nottingham Forest. Uh, he would get a permanent move to Cardiff in 2006, scoring 22 in this season and getting him a move immediately to Sunderland in the Premier League Uh, he would quickly find himself on loan back at Cardiff City and move there permanently again in 2009 he was twice in Championship Team of the Year in the noughties Um, so I think he I'm not sure I think he just qualifies maybe because of his loan spells Mm. but he's nowhere near as prolific as I I remember watching like the Football League show and um, you know like a Soccer Saturday Chopra's name just always used to be there, but on the ticker tape, like, Chopra scored, Chopra scored, Chopra scored, like, every week. But when you look back at his career, I don't think he's got that many goals, to be honest, or not as many no. as you thought he would have. Um, but we'll come back to Michael yeah. um, a it's little really bit later crazy. on. Uh, another honourable mention for Phil Jagielka. Bit of a rogue shot, yeah. Probably the only defender I've got. Yeah. Um, but having got his first appearance for Sheffield United in the year 2000. Um, He was with them up until 2007, so he was there for seven years, which I I just think he was Everton through and through. Yeah, for sure. Um, But he made 287 appearances uh, for Sheffield United, uh, consistently getting in the PFA Team of the Year and helping United to their first season in the Prem. Uh, Still playing now... He's with Stoke and he has 733 appearances in the Football League, uh, including his time in the Prem, but he's now back at Stoke or back in the sure. red and white. Um, but yeah, I didn't realise he was at Sheffield United for that long and was such a key yeah. component to their success or underneath Warlock, Warnock, etc. Um, yeah, I just imagine him as a kind of Premier League or standard
0: defender. At any time that comes up, it sort of takes me back a bit because, yeah, I just picture him as being Everton player, solid Everton player for such a long time. But what a great example of a player that could make that step up. You know, he did it for so many years with Sheffield. Obviously, people weren't taking notice of him until he was in the Premier League with him. And then by that point, Everton realised, oh, we could probably get him quite cheap and they would probably do the job for us as well. And yeah, he was there. He was there. For... How long was he ever? He was there for a few seasons, wasn't he? He was
1: close to 10 years. Yeah, crazy. Maybe more. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Um, Next, Marlon Harewood. Okay. Is he also in your list? He's not. He's okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting because I didn't really rate I liked him for some reason. I'm not yeah. sure so why. Yeah, yeah. I think because yeah, yeah. of his time at Blackpool um, when Blackpool mm-hmm. were in the Prem. But he was, I, I never thought he was that good. I thought he was a B Tech Heskey. Yeah. Um, yeah. exactly that. But yeah, he started his career of Nottingham Forest in the Premier League, funnily enough. In 98 99, which I had no idea. I thought he'd worked his way up from a soy hole, MERS, or something, you know what I mean? Um, And he stayed with them until 2004. Uh, So, in his last two seasons with Nottingham Forest, he scored 33 goals. He would help West Ham into the Premier League, scoring 22 goals in the 04 05 champ season. So, a vital part of West Ham's current situation, I guess. Um, He stayed with the Hammers until 2007 with a disappointing time at Aston Villa, which followed. He spent 08 09 on loan in the Champ with Wolverhampton and 09 0, uh, 10 on loan with Newcastle, which I have no recollection of him playing for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then helped them back into the Premier League, finishing his career with 161 goals, which I believe is more than Michael Chopra. Um, so, might be a pretty good career, to be honest. I think that's I'll be yeah, happy yeah. with that. It's
0: very, very good career. Learn, uh, learn I, is, I, I, go I didn't even think about him because in my head, I, I always think of him at uh, West Ham. Yeah. Um, but yeah you're right Like he, he was one of those players that if you were a, a championship or a division one or first division as it was called a uh, team who needed a, a proven goal scorer to fire you into a Premier League you, you'd go for Harewood but as soon as you're in the Premier League he wasn't really
1: yeah he's exactly what we're talking one, about one of those bouncing yeah.
0: players he's one of those players that you could guarantee like if you sign him you've got a good chance of going up but once you're up you're probably best Salim to a championship side
1: again. Yeah, absolutely. He would get like ten goals a season in the Prem, maybe, but yeah. it'd, it'd be like only get, ten. Did he get like one or two England caps? No, I don't think he did. No, okay. I maybe feel like
0: there was talk at one point. Maybe then. We must know. have.
1: We must have been desperate if that was the case.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. If, I'm, I'm sure still, I'm be
1: still cool. bewildered at a certain person who is going to be definitely coming up in a minute. Uh, got an England cap and a goal, and then never appeared again. All right. Ends ends with ent, all right?
0: Okay, yeah,
1: and I, he's not old. I know, I know. Yeah. You're about. You know the one, all right? Cool. Um, next honorable mention: Clinton Morrison. Okay, is he in your list? He's not. Or, he's not only top five. Okay, Palace legend, where he uh, was there in the year two thousand at the start of this uh, northeast podcast, uh, scoring forty three goals up until 2002, so over a couple of seasons. He then had four seasons in the Prem of Birmingham City, where he was underwhelming, to be honest. Uh, He rejoined Palace in 2005 and became a consistent goal scorer, moving to Coventry in 2008, before dropping to League One and then Sheffield Wednesday in 2010. 722 career appearances and 175 goals. He finished his career with newly promoted Exeter City. Wonderful there's a shout out yeah you did You um, always put in a shift Clinton and Morrison as well there yeah, we go sure. this one next one's going to be a very interesting one because this player actually skipped the championship he went straight from league one to the premier league okay do you know do you think you know who it is I'm not sure play for Leeds give it to me Jermaine Beckford Okay. Oh, mate, Jermaine Beckford. What a, what a throwback! Yes. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, as a teenager, was the leading man for Leeds in the 2005 season. So, the season just after all the trouble had happened, uh, they had yeah. no money, they had no players, um, and this wonderful starlet of a man uh, was kind of their hero. So, I know I think he's very well thought of in Leeds. Leeds fans, let us know what do you think of him, um, because he was that shining light in a in a beacon of doom. Okay. Um, so yes, he said it was sent out on loan to the likes of Carlisle and Scunthorpe, and on his return to Leeds, they were in League One, and he scored 20 goals in one season, 34 in the next, and 31 in the season after that, and uh, that got him his move to Everton, completely skipping the Championship, I believe. Um yeah. Which is, I can't think of too many players that have done that. No, not it's that's not high-profile all... players, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not quite the same, but obviously. Uh... Ricky Lambert at Southampton went yeah. up from League One with them uh to the championship and then the season later it was in the Premier League and um but you know he did have to play in the championship for a season. Um yeah. It's interesting. I didn't I didn't didn't realise I didn't obviously I knew that, but I hadn't put together that Leeds was um yeah unfortunately his career didn't quite turn out the way we all hoped it would did it absolutely but, not yeah. absolutely not he was a player you'd sign on like Pro Evo and <laughs> and FIFA at the time just because uh, potential yeah just because of the name because you knew you knew it and the potential and everyone it, it'd be one of those players in the paper a lot like but yeah it just didn't quite work out the way you hoped
1: absolutely so time for controversial avenue Okay. Um, so these are the players that potentially would have made everyone else's in the world's top five, but didn't make ours. Um, but we're, we're the experts; it's, it's our it. fu- it's our fucking competition. So um, might, this if, might be my top five. You're going to give away. Okay. Okay. Well, first up, um, this person can't be in the top five because he doesn't qualify. But I thought it was only fair to offer him a bit of praise, Kevin Phillips. Yeah. Um, although only spending three seasons in the Championship during, during the noughties it's only fair to offer Mister Phillips some praise, although. He almost single-handedly promoted Sunderland in '99 back to the Prem, scoring 30 goals in his first Prem season. Um, he left Sunderland in 2003 and sa- joined Southampton, scoring 13 in consecutive seasons, uh, so 26 altogether. Uh, and then he had an abysmal spell with Aston Villa, only scoring five, which saw him return to the Championship in 2006 with West Brom, scoring 22 in his first uh, season and uh, got 24 goals. Goals in his second season, uh, then joined Birmingham City in 2008, promoting them to the Premier League in 2009. Also achieved eight England caps and has a career high 282 goals. Um, And so, as as we said, that's nearly 300 goals. And a lot of the players we've mentioned are nowhere near 200. So, um, definitely that kind of class, isn't it? Yeah, cut above, really. Absolutely. All right, another controversial one Billy Sharp. What do you think of that? We'll see. We'll see. Reason why is that I think he's probably the best championship player of all time. But most of his work has been done in the last 12 Mm. years. Yes. See, so... We'll get to that. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, okay. So, uh, still with Sheffield United now since rejoining in 2015. He is the all time championship highest goal scorer um, with most goals, although I would argue most of them were in the last 10 years. Uh, he started his career with Sheffield United in 2004. So, you know, four years into the noughties already. Had a couple of low sp- loan spells in the lower leagues during this time, winning uh, League One with Scunthorpe. Uh, he failed to find form until joining Doncaster in 2009. So, This is why I didn't put him in because he didn't really get going until 2009 uh, and scored 41 goals in his first three seasons there, uh, becoming a championship legend, a Sheffield United legend, and has 264 goals to his name, uh, sticking with the Blades, even with their drop down to League One. But was he good enough in the noughties? I put with a question mark and my Mm. argument would be no. All right, we're we're getting there because... I, I'm
0: denied about this for a while, but I have I have him in my five.
1: Uh, I'll explain my reasons when we when we get there. I suppose. Okay. Okay. Um, now for the two most controversial, who I imagine might be in your five, although we've named two of the f- your five already. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. David Nugent. He's not. He is not in my five. A good reason. Can you give me your reasons. i mean. Okay, oh, I think. Um, again, when we look at we do a bit of research for this, you know, we do type in the obvious, like all oh, best players to play in a championship, Ooh. and David Nugent is always a name that comes up. Yeah, but I think people misremember him because I don't. I think he was brilliant with Preston North End for like yeah. one or two seasons. Yeah, definitely. but he's been living off those two seasons. Yeah, for the rest of his career, like most players have a career full of decent. Seasons, I mean, David Nugent. I don't think he was ever actually that good. He definitely wasn't Premier League quality. No, controversial to say, but I don't know many people who back him up. And obviously, played one for England, scored one. Yeah, but it was a tap in that should have been Jermaine Defoe's goal. Yeah, yeah. So he stole it essentially. Stole it.
0: Um, I told you that. I know he's got a picture of that in his house.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dickhead. Absolutely not, Ed. So, um, (laughs) with the odd stout of having one appearance and one goal for England uh, for a while, he was one of the most sought after English talents. uh, Spending the first half of the decade with Berry, he then found form with Preston North End in Championship. But in reality, he scored 37 goals in 107 games for them, um, which is one in three. Yeah. So, really, that isn't the prolific David Nugent yeah, that we all true, remember true. him to be. Uh, he ended the decade with Portsmouth relegating them to, in 2010. Um, <laughs> he did it, yeah. It he had a, <laughs> but to be fair to him, he did have 171 career goals and an yeah. FA Cup to his name, uh, yeah. which a lot of players don't. So no, it's not get off the slagging off David Nugent bandwagon. Yeah, but he he had a good career. Yeah, it's definitely. just it's just not. Nowhere near as good as people remember. I think we've uncovered a truth there. Yeah, I've I've got a lot of time for David
0: Nugent. He he came here with a £6 million price (coughs) tag, way too much. Uh, Within two weeks, Harry Redknapp said, said, I should probably sell him if I want to find a stroker who's going to get me 15 goals. And obviously Harry Redknapp was was right. He was never going to score 15 goals in the Premier League. He he never did. Um, But what he did at Portsmouth was, his work ethic was nonstop and he never stopped. He joined us and pretty much overnight we'd entered for shit, um, shall we say. And Nugent hadn't scored for a long time. Everyone was on his back. He never gave up. We come up against the Tottenham side, managed by Harry Redknapp who, you know, wanted to sell him two weeks after signing him. And he finally scored and uh, wonderful. And then when asked about it afterwards, he was like, oh, I've took my time, but I found the right time. A lot of love for that. Uh, a yeah, lot, lot of love for you know just how well and Hardy worked. And and he didn't stick around too long like some other players who, when we went down, who were also on because he was on quite good wages. So he didn't stick around too long and just cash in those wages like a few others did. Um he was willing to move if if it helped. Um but it, I just couldn't put him in it because he's just it, it, it so my top five of players were either I really enjoyed watching and liked or had a very good career. And I just, he wasn't one of the most exciting player to watch most of the time. Um, and he definitely, it's hard to say he had, he obviously had a very good career, obviously he played, he played Premier League twice. Uh, you know, he, he really did well for Leicester as well, but it's not, it's not a standout career, like you say. Um, So, no, I I, I am denied about putting him in there, but I just couldn't couldn't quite
1: bring myself to have him in there. Yeah, well, wise decision in the end, I believe. Um, What was your controversial one? Uh, So, he's controversial because he's controversial. Okay. Um,
0: But I went, and he's not in my top five, obviously, Uh, but Marlon King... (laughs) (sighs) But, <sighs> I just felt like he needed a mention because he's yeah. got 162 goals over his career. He's played for about 100 teams, <laughs> um, but you know, he's it, just one of those players that, again, you, you if he, and especially if he didn't uh, become such a degenerate, he probably would have done a bit better. But he was one of those players that you would sign because you know he's gonna bag goals wherever. He was and, a bully, wasn't he? Yeah, and you you can't deny that you know he was a maybe not completely consistent but he was a proven goal scorer. I mean like yeah I mean I don't think he was ever 15-30 goal like every season sort of thing I think there's some seasons he probably didn't score even 10 but he still you know you still would have before the trouble shall we say you probably still would have wanted him in your side if you were a absolutely yeah
1: team. He was he was a classic championship striker yeah, for sure, he's kind of up there. Of Troy Deeney is the obvious comparison, isn't it? That kind of bully, and again, but, um,
0: Jamaica uh, international as well. What, yeah, keeps popping up. Actually. Yeah, It's yeah,
1: so the running. Uh, so if you're playing uh, Jamaican international bingo at home, you're yeah. nearly close to a line. Um, is it's,
0: it's Jamaica? Uh, his Jamaican like um, uh, stats are incredible. Twenty four games, twelve goals. Yeah. Like, Every other game. Um, that's pretty good. I mean, I I don't know how I don't know who they're against. For them, you know, they're
1: they like yeah. sort of other so, Caribbean sides, you make a probably up yeah. the better, yeah. better teams. Right. <laughs> what, what, what what that didn't say is that all twelve of those goals were against Saint Kitts and Nevis, or it could or, be it could B- be Bermuda or um some other yeah. random Saint Lucia or something. Uh, yeah, that's still my knowledge of Caribbean islands. Um, <laughs> are you ready for the most controversial person not to make my top five It's going. It's it's and be I in think mine, I yeah it's probably going to be in yours and if you're listening at home it's probably in yours for the same reasons I haven't put David Nugent in the top five I'm not putting are you ready for this I'm ready for the shock in your face and gasp Andrew Johnson
0: ah see I actually avoided Andy
1: Johnson as well all right cool
0: Oh, only because I thought you was gonna have him. <laughs> what well, you 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 he's in your top five? He's not. I thought you I thought he'd be in yours and no. I didn't I didn't put him in mine. See,
1: again, he's another one of these players. You he's always the best player. Like you have look on fucking again, la by ball. I hate you, you're fucking idiots. Do your research. <laughs> um or just or just uh, you know, these fucking clickbaity sports Twitter accounts. Like give me sport and all these other fucking shit things. They just don't do their research. Andrew Johnson always comes up as like one of the best strikers ever in the championship. In reality, he had one good season. Mm. Maybe maybe two at a push. Don't get me wrong. I think he was a good player. And I I think he was a good player. player. I actually think he was a good player in the in the Premier League as well. Yeah. Didn't score any goals, but he was a but he was a good player, consistent player as well. Um, he got eight England Caps somehow. Yeah, but you know, his personality <laughs> as well. I think that helps some of these yeah. players, they have personality, so people remember them, right? Exactly. Um, and because he done so well in that one season, it, it kind of yeah. again, the same with David Nugent with that Preston season, um, and Andrew Johnson with this Palace season, like single handedly almost getting them promoted. It's remembered a bit too much, maybe, or it's, it's falsely remembered to. Individualise that one player rather than the whole team. Um, but yeah, let me explain why a bit more. So topping a lot of the greatest championship player lists is uh, Andrew Johnson with eight England caps. So, you know, it's pretty decent. Um, at the start of the decade, he was with Birmingham City where he was a bit shit, only scoring 11 in 69. So which is a terrible record for yeah. what is supposed to be the greatest fucking player in a championship ever. Um, He then got moved to Crystal Palace in 2002, where he would revitalise his career um, in Div 1, scoring 14 in his first season, which is probably average uh, for a striker. And then in his second season, he scored 32, getting Palace promoted. Um, They spent one season in the Premier League. And to be fair to him, in that Premier League season, he scored 22, which is probably the best of almost any striker that goes up into that division. Um, but then they got relegated in the same season so it, you, know, you know what I mean it, Yeah, it, it was a one season wonder thing really sure. um, he stayed in the championship and uh, scored 17 um, but then got bought by Everton uh, then went to Fulham, finished his career with QPR, that famous QPR sign 2014, 13-14 149 career goals so if you think of his similar career trajectory to Kevin Phillips who also kind of had that one amazing season with Sunderland got them promoted they got relegated straight away again. Kevin Phillips finished on 282 goals. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Johnson 149 and I feel I feel like Andrew Johnson is remembered as a better player than Kevin Phillips was mm. sometimes.
0: Yeah, but not possible. by us,
1: but by no, yeah. these fucking clickbaity football tour accounts. Um yeah, very possible. And yeah, I I think he was a great player. don't get me wrong, but I, he wasn't. Yeah. I, think, I, don't, think,
0: I don't know. I think it come, you're right. Sometimes it comes down to you have your sort of like five minutes of fame. Um, but because everyone was tuned in, um, to the premier league or everyone's tuned into English football, uh, but five minutes sort of end up lasting a century. And, uh, but yeah, maybe they don't necessarily need to. But I'm sure we made a lot of money off that one good season. Uh, but like I say, even even in Premier League, he looked like a good player. He just didn't look like a goal
1: scorer. Necessarily. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of putting it, to be fair. Absolutely. Um, so all the controversy is now out of the way. should we get on to our top five best ever football league players of the noughties? Yep. Absolutely. So would you like to introduce us with your fifth pick?
0: Yeah, so uh, my fifth pick is the aforementioned Michael Chopper. Okay, um, gone. He goes in straight away. Uh, yeah, so you know he's f- very famously played for Cardiff, as you mentioned. He's uh, played over two hundred. He played two hundred thirty-eight games in the Championship. Um, but he only did. He only scored seventy-four goals. So like, it's not. It's not great, but but it's not. It's not terrible, really. Just short hundred. Uh, just over two hundred games, but it's not great. Uh, you know, he did have a short uh, spell as a Premier League player, but proved he wasn't quite good enough for Premier League because he had 60 appearances in the Prem but just nine goals um, what uh, you know isn't isn't great uh, but what, what I loved about Chopra as a player was uh, just that like that excitement that you know he had this potential for a while and you thought he was going to be great and I just remember really being interested in, in his development um, I also remember you know it was a big deal that he was like uh, had Indian descent and he was like the first uh Premier League player with Indian descent and or or, or, or something like that. Um, I just remember him being like quite a big deal, and if someone you know, I would check or up on uh, to see where they were and what they were doing. And like I said, he never quite reached that. Uh, it, amazingly, he played for like ten clubs in his career yep. um, with a with a spell in India. Um, I think he played for the team that David James managed at one point. But he played from twice over to. Two different spells, um, and he also played in like the Scottish lower leagues at one point. Yeah, um, what is you know in itself isn't it, you know not many people do that, so I thought that was quite uh, interesting. But like you say, a lot of that might more be down to his controversies off the pitch rather than uh, his quality. It might have been that English teams at that time weren't going to touch him, so he had to find someone that would and. Scottish third t- division or second division team it was uh, took
1: him on. How about who you? Who do you have for your fifth pick? Just b- back on Michael Chopra, I'm still confused to ask why why he's in the top five. I just I don't. It's just the it's just the play that I. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, so like I said, like, one. So it's personal. I, uh, yes and no, like it's it's a play that I really liked and I still. I still think like he had a lot of potential. Um, It just wasn't like really seen. And he's just a play, play, you know, he played over 200 games in, in the championship. It feels like quite, quite uh, an achievement in itself. Um, you don't, you don't get to be in that yeah. that long if you're not that good, but that's what, he's number five because yeah, like I say, the, the goal was, I, I was expecting it to, be well over 100 I didn't yeah. expect it to be so 16 shit. 26 short of 100 you know like that's that's a that's a whole season worth of goals that are just disappearing from his career Um, I also just wanted to talk about the fact he played for 10 clubs and ended up in India like, yeah, that's yeah,
1: crazy that's true. Yeah, true fair enough fair enough I just think he done a lot his, a, bit, a bit too late for me but there we are um, my fifth pick anyway Robert Earnshaw yes alright so he was very close to being in mine. Okay, fair play uh, Welsh international with an iconic uh, forward flip celebration, the only player to score a hat trick in at all levels, yes. including international level, which is a great quiz, fact. Great fact. Great quiz question for you. Um, starting out with Cardiff in 1997, he helped them um, to the third division twice. Um, and helped them all the way to the championship, scoring 105 in 205 appearances until he left in 2004. So that goal scoring ratio, it just put that next to Michael Chopra's mate. I, I, yeah. I, I can understand I mean, where I'm coming from. Um, he was he was on my shortlist, and
0: I think I don't know what happened. Maybe I'd, I overlooked you, 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 uh, you misspelt Robert Earnshaw
1: like, with Michael. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, but. but yeah, great player. Uh, it was, yeah. When I was looking them up as well, and I saw that stat of the only player to score hat trick in all four leagues and international. This is one like, amazing, one amazing thing to be able to uh, have claim to, and, and probably won't happen again for, for a very long time, if
1: at all. Um, and yeah, I will definitely be hoping that comes up in a pub quiz one day. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be the uh, be the champion. Um, he got his move to the Premier League in 0405 with West Brom, which is when I think of Robert Earnshaw, I think of him at West Brom. Yeah, uh, But he was only there for two seasons. Uh, he then moved back to the Championship with Norwich for two seasons, uh, was yeah. part of that notorious Derby County team that got relegated from the Prem, although I don't think he played much at all. I think he must have joined halfway through the season. Um, he ended the decade with Nottingham Forest and has 212 career goals. Uh, this is a weird fact. In 2013, he won the Israeli Premier League with uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. No way! I did not know so that. So he managed to get league title. Yeah, he managed to get some silverware. Amazing. The likes of uh, Tal Ben-Haim and Yossi Ben-Haim. But um, yeah, I, I imagine. How did Robert Earnshaw end up in Israel? Mate, some, some, of, some of these players. Where you work out where they ended up is. That's and, an amazing story in itself. And for credit where it's due as well, like before Wales had um, Gareth Bell and uh, Aaron Ramsey, they had Robert Earnshaw. Yeah. Um, and he was delightful for them. He scored against England, I believe. Didn't he yeah. score the winning goal when they beat us like 1-0 in like, 2007 or
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, Cardiff had a bit of a spell drawn nineties of producing some really good players. And uh, Earnshaw was definitely one of them. Um, yeah, again, it's one of those players. In some ways, I'd like to have seen him at maybe a bit of a better team in the Premier League to see, see how he could have done it. But I feel like him and I feel like for modern fans, like the big, the easiest comparison is like Dwight Gale, alright e- um, e- Because of, I think he's better
1: than Dwight Gale.
0: Yeah, but like Dwight Gale's a couple of years ago, that, se- that was season in uh, with West Brom was like um, unreal, and I mean it's that sort of level of like he could score that sort of amount yeah. of goals in the championship. Uh, Earnshaw probably was better and I think it's, uh, he could have done better in the Premier League. Um, but Gale was that sort of player where you like
1: stick him in the championship side. Unreal. I think a fairer comparison would be like Timu Puki. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Definitely because he gets goals in the Premier as well and yeah. Earnshaw did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to be fair to him. Um, who's number four?
0: Yeah, so uh, I've gone for a player that's probably not going to be in many other people's but Oh, fucking! player? Michael Chopra's brother. brother. Michael Chopra's brother. <laughs> um, Malcolm Chopra. No, um, I've gone for Leroy L- Lita. Oh, it's a good shout. To be
1: fair, uh, good
0: shout. Yeah, again, just a player I absolutely love to watch at the time. Um, but he was a product of the uh, Chelsea youth system. He's still playing today. What yeah. is mind boggling uh, for Hednesford Town in the Southern League? Um, so. I believe his appearance of them don't add to his total appearances because it's not a professional league. All right. uh, but he played 170 championship games um, and he, o- he only scored 53 goals in-, in those, but that's probably still on ratio better than Chopra. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. over- over- <laughs> in the Premier League, he played 65 games, what I was shocked by. Um, I thought I didn't realise it was that many, but he got ten goals in the Premier League. It's not not too bad, but in total, four hundred twenty-seven games, hundred and
1: twenty-three goals. So a lot better than Chopra. So the average, the average is pretty good, then, isn't it? Yeah, so again, one in four, maybe maybe a bit less than that.
0: But, Amazingly, uh, yeah. he played for more teams than Michael Chopra. He played for fourteen teams over wow. his career, um, including a short spell in Crete and another short spell in Thailand. Okay. So talking about where how these where these players end up, like Lilsa, Imagine, at the UL ELSA have a moment is in the south of England, but for a while I was out in Thailand and Crete living it up. Like yeah. what, what a career. Imagine
1: having to move house 14 times, let alone Thailand times. and Crete.
0: Yeah. I think uh, when I said like he probably didn't have 14 parent clubs, I think a few of those alone moves. Okay. Um but still you but got like, a move. He's got 14 shirts at home with different badges on, you know, like still. Uh yeah, not many players can say they've played for um, over a dozen teams, can they? Really, not always a problem unless they're true? a Chelsea.
1: Uh, well, he did come Academy. from Chelsea, oh, used, yeah, it's true. so it does make sense. You know. They loan players out for fun, <laughs> fair enough. I liked Lee Roy Lita to be fair. I didn't think he quite again, he's that pla he's one of those bouncing players between yeah. the championship and the Premier League, yeah. isn't he? Like, he couldn't quite. Uh, it so for you, but if Swansea as well is where I can yes. pitch a Leroy later, isn't it? He I quite... think
0: that's how he got a second load of like uh, a second season worth of games in Premier yeah, League. Yeah, he got a second when win he went, when he went up with uh, Swansea in the 2010s. But, um, yeah, obviously, just uh, to me, him and that hooped Reading shirt is like an iconic sort of noughties, uh. Premier League. That, that, that's two seasons of Reddit in the Premier League. That first season, they were wonderful. Such a great underdog story. Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And um, he's a big part of that for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My number four is another Cardiff player, um, which, you know, going on to your fact, is uh, quite accurate, uh, who's tragically no longer with us, died at the age of 35. It is Peter Whittingham. Yeah. Um again when we mentioned Michael Chopper earlier and like you watching soccer saturday with Jeff Sterling and you see Chopper scored Chopper scored Chopper scored it was the same with Wettingham, wherever club he was at he was always scoring absolute yeah, worldies. Definitely. Um he pr- pretty much was a club captain at every club he went to. Yeah. Um midfielder as well so kind of a bit of different in this list. Just fantastic. Like he was he was the championships championship player like if you ask most people, most championship fans, I think, who their favourite player was, that wasn't like from their team, yeah, um, and wasn't like an obvious striker. I think Peter Whittingham would, would be first choice, and he would he would sure. often he would often make team of the year as well because his assists were. He was he was the David Beckham of the championship to some degree, yes, yes. Um, without the uh, you know money good looks and whatever else. Um, but started his career with Aston Villa in the Premier League with two loan spells in the Championship with Burnley and Derby County. He then spent most of his career with Cardiff City from 2006 until 2017. So he's there for 11, um, 11 years uh, with 457 appearances and 96 goals, which is for a midfielder. Um, in the 9 10 season, he scored 25 goals from midfield. Incredible. You, you rarely in the Premier League does a midfielder get 25 yeah. goals. I don't think, well, I can't remember the last person, probably Frank Lampard. Yeah, probably. Um, but to do it in the championship, you know, pretty, where everyone's just knocking long balls up to the top, you know, it's pretty impressive. Um, he was also an FA Cup runner up uh, against you guys, Portsmouth. Yeah. And won the championship Golden Boot in 99 and 10 as well, obviously, with those 25 goals. Um, also getting in the championship team of the decade so he got in the PFA EFL team of the decade um, so quite fittingly I think he has to get in our top 5 for sure yeah
0: 100% yeah great player I'll, I'll keep quiet for a little bit oh ok is he making an appearance he might, he might, he might, make, it, he might make an appearance
1: ok fair yeah. enough fair enough what's your number what's your number 3 then
0: yeah so I've gone for uh current Motherwell manager Graham Alexander he uh he played 248 games in the championship with 28 goals, but he also appeared when it was the first division 169 times and scored a further 30 goals. So that's 58 goals over his championship career. Um, what's well, definitely not bad for a right back?
1: Absolutely.
0: He started his career back in 89-90 at Scumfall before moving to Luton and then Preston North End, where he spent a decade. Playing for Preston uh, before making the move to Burnley in 0708, and he finally got the chance to play in the Premier League before returning to Preston and retiring. He's the o- he's only the second outfield player to ever play 1,000 games in the English leagues. Really? Yeah, and he's the fourth oldest player to ever score in a Premier League. What well, I think makes him definitely one of the best. Uh, players, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even consider him, yeah, of the decade, and probably the best defender in the uh championship. Um, you know, he's doing it before it was called the championship, and he's continued to do it for Preston in League One after his spell at Burnley. Um, and now he's you know, quite a being quite successful as a manager with spells at um Salford and now at Motherwell. Uh, but yeah, I think he's it's, it's just one of those players that sort of goes under the radar. Um, and I think I think he ended up in like three or four different seasons as, uh, you know, t- team of the year in Championship. Um, and Preston were never a, a great Championship side. For a long time, they were a solid Championship side, but never yeah. like a great side. So it looked like he was never going to get to the Premier League. So when he moved to Burnley in this year later, Made a few appearances in the Premier League, I'm sure it was as much as a favor to him, um, and as it was Burnley wanting to play him, I'm sure as part of him, we like, we need to get him on because how amazing. Um, I think when he made his a thousand appearance, it was as a sub and it was in like the 89th minute, I think it was pretty much like quick, to yeah, get him on so you sure. can break, you can have that record, or, or you can be the second person to have that record. Um, but yeah, I just think. I think people will start to talk about him again if his managerial career takes off a little bit. But if not, I think he's sort of destined to be forgotten about by a lot of fans. But I'm sure Preston fans
1: will remember him forever. Absolutely. Worthy, a worthy contender. Worthy shout out as well, where it sounds of it? Absolutely. I do remember him slightly. Not too much there, to be honest. But there it's we go. A defender, isn't he? not is, have. yeah. None of the glory in the champ, is it? Glory, yeah. That's your That's Clark true. Carlisle. Oh, where was he? we didn't even <laughs> uh, legend um, so my number three is a bit of rogue but he single handily impacted a club in a huge way on more than one occasion whole city legend having started his career there in the 90s helping them to div two it is Dean Windas oh, good shout great shout good shout yeah I mean, because you have a look at some of the other people we've mentioned, he's not had quite the prolific career, no. Um, but very important, and a lot of people in the Premier League know who he is, and yeah, uh, you know, he's very well respected in all levels of football really. Um, after a career with Aberdeen and Oxford, he started the Naughties in the Premier League with Bradford City, where most people probably remember him, uh, with whom he helped to promotions two seasons prior. But this is Naughties, of course. Uh, he then had an underwhelming few seasons with Middlesbrough moving back to Div 1 with Sheffield Wednesday on loan and uh, then joined Sheffield United permanently in the 0 2 3 season. So a bit dodgy. Um, he was only there for a season. He quickly moved back to Bradford who were this time uh, in Div 1 and unfortunately got relegated with them all the way to Div 2 or League 1 as it then changed. Um, but he was their top goal scorer three seasons in a row. Um, Desperate for a striker, Hull City signed him initially on an emergency loan, but he ended up scoring vital goals, keeping them in the championship. And he then signed permanently for Hull City in 2007 once more, um, helping them get ready to the Prem. He both scored the goal that stopped them getting relegated to League One, and he also scored the goal that sealed promotion to the Premier League and for that in itself, he was rewarded uh, with a season back in the Premier League with Hull City. Yeah. Um, and then he had spells with Oldham in League 1 and Darlington in League 2 before calling it a day.
0: Perfect. Yeah. What a great, what a great shout. And being... I mean, he's always going to be loved in Hull. He's, he's he's from Hull as well, right? So yeah, I think, I think a big part of him sort of like somehow almost he was always a good striker but somehow becoming two degrees better than he'd ever been was because he was wearing his boyhood shirt I'd imagine um, but yeah wonderful player uh, doesn't get as much recognition as he deserves because most of his time was spent
1: in sort of League 2 and uh, League 1 or the equivalent but um, well, there can't be many players who save the club from relegation with no. a goal and then the next year yeah. To the highest of highs, let alone it was Holt City's first time in the Premier League then yeah, as well. Exactly. Or in the top flight of football, I think. Yeah. Um he's just a typically English centre forward, isn't he? A big brute yeah. of a man, not clever, doesn't try to do anything, he's not he just holds the ball up well. And uh he was a, he was a second striker, really, wasn't he? He'd play other people into possession. Um but yeah, just a legend of the noughties. Definitely. I think yeah. that's why I've put him in the top five because he's a legend of the noughties. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't believe I hadn't thought about him, to be honest. Um, yeah. Great, great player. Great, great shout. I, yeah, I should have had him in mind, definitely.
1: No race. Well, we're getting into the business end of things. Who's your number two?
0: Yeah, so number two for me is the previously mentioned and been told off for uh, Billy Sharp. Um, with a heavy heart, I'll put him in there. He <laughs> did have a spell. Have that team up the road that I don't talk about. But... <laughs> Uh, 361 championship appearances over his career. I uh, say a lot of them do come after the noughties. Uh, 128 goals, and he's still he's still going. What's pretty impressive yeah. as well. He's turned out for eight clubs, a few of them multiple times. Doncaster, Sheffield. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, you know, he's been around forever. He's done it wherever he goes, and. His career started in 04 So that's why, that's one of the reasons I've decided to keep him there. Um, and no, he didn't really make a him, name for himself until 07, 08, and 08, 09, But in both those seasons, he'd scored a lot of goals um, and really started getting the move on. Uh, he is a bit of a controversial choice because of the fact that it is at the very tail end of the noughties. But considering it was two seasons and considering his career sort of started, started in the and I remember talk about him in the noughties. I remember yeah. signing him on every game I possibly could before, you know, he broke my heart in real life and become a scummer. Um, mm. So for me, he's still always in my mind, almost be like a noughties player, even though, yes, his better years definitely came
1: at the beginning of the 2010s. Um, but I chose him anyway,
0: and that's what I did.
1: Yeah, well, I think most. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know he definitely deserves a mention. Whether you put him in a top five or not, particularly number two is a bit dodgy. I think. I think. Yeah, most <laughs> most of his work is coming the last yeah. twelve years I'll, or so, I'll, without doubt. But um, I was tempted to to
0: switch but... him around with um, Graham Alexander because I feel like maybe Graham is one of those players that don't get don't get enough talk about, and maybe I should have had him higher. Um, uh, and he is my only defender um, so maybe he should have gone higher for that right but this is what the way I wrote it he was third and Billy the second and that's the way I've said it <laughs>
1: fair enough fair enough yeah I just it was it just he spent a couple of those years in the late noughties on loan as well yeah so I think um, I have no doubt in my mind he will go down as probably the greatest player football league player of all time potentially uh, but if you're keeping specific yeah. to the noughties, I, I don't know.
0: I, know. I know he got a chance in the Premier League with Sheffield um, quite recently, and it, it didn't really happen for him. But when, when he went up with Southampton, they played him once in the Premier League after he just yeah. pretty much, okay, Ricky Lambert was a big part of that as well. And, uh, obviously a lot, of play, a lot of players are a big part of that but he pretty much for that season they brought him in to school goals to help them get up and he did it for him and then straight away they just they didn't even want to give him the chance and I felt that was really unfair like I feel like a lot of a lot of these players you can argue that maybe they got the chance and failed but I, I feel like he didn't really get the chance and when he did he was probably a little bit too old
1: for the Prem Fair enough well I've just looked at my next two, and you could argue they're quite controversial as well. Um, so my second one, with exactly five years, not in the Premier League, just qualifies for our top five. Ooh, with two England caps, Bobby Zamora, deadly yeah. goal scorer. Um, he was a deadly goal scorer, particularly in the lower leagues. I think most people remember Bobby, Bobby Zamora for... West Ham, QPR, in his later days in the Premier League. Sure. Um, but little people little people know of his success That's in right. the lower leagues and how he became the player he was. Um, so yeah, a deadly, deadly goal scorer particularly in the lower leagues and also proving useful in the Premier League. Skillful and a natural eye for goal, as we've seen in the flesh when he was at Fulham. Um, had a knack of scoring unorthodox goals as well for a kind of big Englishman up top he you know was scoring quite acrobatic goals at times mm-hmm. um top bins a lot of the time he just hard and low he, he tip just great great he was a really good finisher i think that's what yeah. people don't understand i think uh when you look at his career goals you know there's not it's not the best uh compared to some of the names we've mentioned and other premier League strikers. But he wasn't, he was never a top tier Premier League striker. No, but sure. in terms of strikers, he got a fair amount of goals and he was just a consistent goal scorer. Um, he promoted Brighton in back to back years from Div three to Div one, scoring 83 goals in three seasons. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. good. Any 30 goals a season. Uh, this earned him a spell with Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League where he only scored one goal. He dropped back down to Div one where he helped West Ham back to the Premier League. And he wouldn't go back down to the championship until 2013 with that famous QPR side. 190 goals in all. Um, Probably one of the best finishes in English football of his time, as as I keep saying. But to promote a team from Div 3 to Div 1.
0: Yeah, incredible stuff.
1: Fuck up with Tottenham in the Prem and then go back and do it again with the West Ham side. Which would become that West Ham side that got to an FA Cup final in 2006. Signed Tevez and Mascherano uh, had that sharing them in that season as well in in the Championship. Uh, he's a big part of the success of probably where they are now. If you kind of believe in the butterfly effects and mm. the wheels in motion kind of thing, uh, a couple of England caps as well. Yeah, yeah, quality player. I think I, he's. I think he's very underappreciated. Oh, definitely. Why I wanted to put him in.
0: Yeah, no, he's a great. He's a great shout. He was on. Yeah, my initial list I would written down with just names, and before I would sort of researched to try and work out how I was going to narrow it down, he was on there. But as you can see with my with my list, the most anyone's played in the Premier League is like one or two seasons. And I tried to pick players that didn't have in long times in the Premier League, and he, he didn't have quite a spell, so that's what sort of yeah. kicks him out. Otherwise, he would have been in it. Um, also, I think our second ever episode, our cult heroes episode, we speak a lot about Bobby Zamora, and True. I think if you, I think if you go back and listen to it, you can hear uh, Ollie sing the Bobby Zamora uh, chant as well. When the ball hits,
1: isn't It's a pretty <laughs> safe bet on Zamora, <laughs> and the away fangs would sing, "When the ball hits your head and lands in Rosette that's Zamora." Yeah, it's one of it's one of the best football chants of all time. Is it? It's just it's just, just witty, you know, not not too scummy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um so we're down to the final two of the best yep. football league player of the noughties. God knows who you're yeah. going with number one. Could be anyone. You should know, it's been mentioned already. It is for
0: late great peer we Is it okay? Indeed. Uh he's obviously uh, I won't go too much because you sort of ran through it, but like you said, he started <laughs> his career as a bit of a bit part play in the Premier League at Villa, um, had a couple disappointing loan spells in the championship but then ended the decade strong with four seasons at Cardiff. So meant it meant in himself as one of the best, if not the best player in the championship at the time. Uh, he continued at Cardiff all the way up to 2017, yeah. even being present during their Premier League campaign in 2013. He managed 399 championship appearances. Why didn't they just give him one more to give out a nice round 400? I don't know. And 82 goals as well from, from a midfielder. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, as, as you sort of mentioned earlier, unfortunately, he uh, passed away in 2020 after uh, falling down some stairs and having a brain injury. What's yeah, just just tragic. Um, he was only mid 30s, wasn't he? He's like it's, it's no age, uh, but yeah, as you said, he's just one of those players. His name was always appearing when you watch Soccer Saturday. When we first went down to the championship, and there was still some belief that for our new owners were going to back us and weren't also as bad as our previous owners. Peter Williams was the top of the list. He was apparently contacted, um, but didn't want to move to us. And I think that's the year he ended up uh, doing, uh, he ended up scoring like 25 goals or whatever. Is it you said? 90, yeah. um, I think that was that season. Um, it's always one of those moments where it's like, if that happened, maybe it would have ruined his career, but maybe it might've saved us. You know, he was just that type of player. Uh, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was good wherever he went. Yeah, and he was absolutely wonderful to watch. Um, yeah, look, like, you know, the early career took took a little bit to get going, but once he did, he never looked back, did he? And uh yeah, it's just I put him I've put him at the top because I, I loved I love the idea of him being a player at the time when it was around. I loved watching him at Cardiff, and it's just such a shame that he's you know, he passed away long before his time, really. But 100%.
1: There definitely. you go. Definitely, yeah. As I, you know, I kind of mentioned everything a little bit earlier on, but yeah, but to get into the team of the decade and become a top goal scorer of the championship from midfield. Yeah. when a lot of the goals were quite outrageous as well. He would always top the assist charts as well. Yes. Let's not, let's not forget that. Um, and he's a bit versatile as well. He could play sort of attack in midfield. Yeah, he was on he the wing sometimes. Pushed out on the yeah. wing. Like, yeah, it's great, great player. Good point, good point. Yeah, I, I, we can't sing his praises enough. Well, I think you've um, redeemed yourself from the chopper getting fifth. <laughs> um, we'll see. You've got, we'll to see. Start,
0: you've got to start low to have the uh, high be really high, haven't you? That's...
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um So we've been banging on for ages. So We'll gloss over my number one, I guess, because uh, I don't think it will echo Peter Whittingham, but still a good a good a good number one to have, I think. Uh, still playing in the Welsh League at the age of forty-five. Frequent topper of online polls and lists of the greatest footballer, football league player of all time, sorry. Not only a natural goal scorer, but also built like a brick shit house. But he also had the skill of seventy Brazilian players on the beaches of Rio de Janeiro. It's the one and only Lee Trundle. <laughs> with 339 goals thus far, so miles ahead of anyone else we've mentioned today. Miles sure. ahead of anyone yeah. else we mentioned. Um, and only having a football league trophy to his name It's the only silverware he has with uh, Swansea Crazy. City. Um, between yeah, Swansea, where he was kind of famously, basically the he was the. Everyone's favorite football league player to watch between 2003 2007, scoring 78 goals in 146 appearances for the Swans. Um, If you don't know Lee Trundle, just go on YouTube and look him up. I think it's the best thing to do because yeah, sure. he was he was sometimes the Wayne Rooney of the of the lower leagues. He was sometimes yeah. the Ronaldinho of the lower leagues. The versatility, and you said it earlier, the versatility, the versatility of the man was unfathomable for a big man to be doing the yeah. score he was doing, the finish his some of his goals as well. Talk about Bobby Zamora being a natural finisher. Lee Trundle's goals as well were just not only did he score lots, 339 as you mentioned, but the types of goals he scored for a player who was in League One a lot. Like just it was like, I don't know, the kind of goal you see Messi scoring in the Champions League. He was, I don't know, doing it against fucking Gillanim or something. But it just looked beautiful. It was beautiful football. That, that's probably the best way to describe it. It was beautiful football at a shit level. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the best way to describe him. Yeah. And he was, he was always on the soccer AM showboat at the end. Yeah. You know, it was always him you'd seen.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, um, I'll let you in a little secret then. So he, he was in my top five. And when I looked at our Twitter, uh, to earlier, I, I, t- I'd seen there was some talk of him and I thought, okay, he's, he's going to be in Ollie's. So for, for the sake of variety, I'll best rejig this. So you've got that to thank for Michael Chopra.
1: Okay, cheers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what 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 player? Um, yeah, I don't know what else you can say. Like, like you said, you just go and look it up on YouTube. If you've never seen it, you'd be pleasantly surprised. And if you are like us, and you obviously probably are because you're listening um, and you love this sort of era, You'll just love looking back at it.
1: Like, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I what think he, I think he gave a reason for people to go to football because it could be quite as you probably know as a lower league fan, quite you know, um difficult sometimes to get up when it's raining, you know, your only day off at the weekend, you've got to trudge down and watch your team lose. But if you're playing Swansea and Lee Trundle playing, like you know, you go, Oh fucking hell, he's probably gonna do something amazing. Yeah. Um I think he was a reason for a lot of people to leave the house and actually follow their team or, you know, a reason to go, oh, fucking Lee Trundle will be playing today. Or, you know what I mean? Because he, he was that I'm exciting sure. to watch.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I can imagine that being the case. I didn't realise he was uh, still playing in the Welsh League. What just makes it even,
1: e- even better. I love that. And the, I, I didn't write it down, but his, his goal record in the Welsh League, he scored like 24 in 30 or something. So he's still absolutely <laughs>
0: fucking knocking him in.
1: <laughs> he playing he'd be getting
0: signed up for Wrexham soon
1: and <laughs> well no t- well, they're not in the Welsh league are they no no, but they- you know, he spent a lot of time at Wrexham
0: has he actually he, yeah he's oh. played
1: for them before I think that's where now he's now,
0: now he got that Hollywood money they might want him back even at his age okay, I'll uh, tell you what as
1: a technical director he'd probably be quite good at oh, that level yeah, he? Yeah. He, he knows the leagues well tell you what we're going to tweet Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McHale Henny after this Yeah, we're like, we'll tag Lee Trundle like, right, this is your next director of football, thank us later, kind of thing. Um <laughs> it's, it's gonna he work, does. isn't it? He, has to, he, he knows leagues inside out, Lee Tron, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean he still definitely. plays in them. Yeah, he's think, he, he he's played in all of them, surely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He speaks Welsh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, that's a good move. If that happens in the future, we've got to clip this up and <laughs> Wrexham legend, right? Um, anyway, that was our uh top five greatest players to play in the Football League. Let us know if you agree, if you don't agree uh, when we post this episode Next. out. Just put a comment in, let us know who we missed if anyone else at all. But I think we've done yeah. a pretty good, thorough job of, uh, yeah, of going through people. I'm pretty sure we would have missed loads of people. Yeah, um, definitely. My, look, my initial list was
0: so long and then, uh, yeah, there's so many of it, I wish I could sort of got in there. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what I got. I felt, I felt like it was a good variety. I feel like we, we stayed away from each other a lot, what, I was a bit worried that we'd end up with same five. the same five. But there was no, it was never an issue, really, the amount of great players
1: there were at that time. Absolutely. But it's time now for Deal or No Deal. It's Harry's favourite time of the week. It's uh, our favourite quiz we like to end on. Um, it's a transfer quiz game if you're new around here. It's Deal or No Deal. We have five transfers from the noughties, but were they real or were they not? Were they a deal Or were they a no deal? Deal for yes, no deal for no. Understand? Good, let's crack on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Harry, are you ready? As ever. So, your um, first transfer is Soslav Todorov. Yeah. Portsmouth legend, one of your favourite players of all time. Did he move to Charlton Athletic on a free? Deal. Played in the Premier League. Correct. There we go, one for one, already better than last week. Made me cry that day. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, Number two, Paul Merson. Did he move from Portsmouth to Brighton on a free
0: deal or no deal? I don't think it was Brighton.
1: Uh, I think he went straight to like Walsall, didn't he? So no deal? Correct. No deal. Yeah, he did get straight to Walsall. I think I mentioned it earlier, which slightly gave the game away. But there we are. Number three, Robert Earnshaw. Play for a lot of clubs. He did play for a lot of clubs. Did he move from West Brom to Norwich for 3.5 million? Oh, deal or no deal? Oh, is it that way?
0: Did he you... I'm gonna say deal, but I'm not completely sure.
1: But feels right. You mentioned it earlier, and it was a deal. All right, I beat last week's score. Three for three, yeah. I think he did. The worst score of all time. He's redeemed yourself. Could he you redeem yourself fully by getting five out of five, though? No. <laughs> Troy Deeney yep most of his career in the last 10 years of course did he move from Walsall to Watford for £500,000 deal oh. no deal
0: see he did, obviously he played for Watford Watford legend What
1: God knows where he was before that um now plays at Birmingham City of course <sighs>
0: It's probably he probably is from Midlands, isn't he? Um part of me is thinking you've just pulled Warsaw out because that's where you should have the club you should have said for Merson. So he's just moved them down. So it's a no-deal. But I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna say deal. Saint Saint speaks to me that Midlands connection. Now you saying he's at Birmingham, it makes me think he's probably from mid Midlands. So yeah, deal.
1: Deal, correct, he did. Right. Warsaw yeah. legend. Scored many goals for them to get a five out of five and fully redeem yourself for last week's <laughs> catastrophic effort, Sean Goater.
0: How has he not being brought up today? Actually,
1: but, yeah, I think um, he kind of he's retired. He retired me. in the mid-noughties after yeah. reading. Really, he kind of like was only making bit part appearances. Yeah, otherwise, it, that it, decade before, isn't he? exactly. Or that kind of weird period between like '97 and 2003. Mm. So it doesn't quite fit in. Anyway, Sean Gota, this is a five out of five. Famously, he was at Reading after he was at Man City. A lot of people think he retired at Reading. He didn't. Okay. He moved. <laughs> You're smiling. Did he move God. to South End? Deal oh, or no deal? That sort of... Bit of a weird trajectory. Man City, Reading, South End. But is it a deal? Sort of sounds right, though. No that sort
0: of sounds right, though. I should know this. I should know this. We spoke about them enough. I should know it. I'm going to say. Oh, I'm going to kick myself. But I'm going to, it sounds right, but I'm going to say it's not. It's no deal. He did four uh, out of
1: five. He missed it. I he missed have the have opportunity went, for perfect redemption.
0: My initial, my initial
1: thought. I overthought it too much. But if you if you went with your initial thought with Troy Deeney, you would have got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so so even's out, done it? Even's out. Even, right. absolutely, absolutely, and that is oh, uh, another exciting end to another <laughs> wonderful long podcast, but detailed <laughs> detailed analysis, at least. Um, so yeah, if you enjoy this, thanks for listening and uh, being part of this uh, little community we're building. Uh, thank you, Harry you Hansford. Didn't get out yeah if you didn't <laughs> listen to this go fuck yourselves you fucking non-listeners you fucking assholes <laughs> as if they would know because they don't listen. um unless they're just let's gathered outside my window right now so they can hear me <laughs> they're gonna wait for me after school um <laughs> oh god by the bike shit. anyway um yeah, it's been a good one. I've enjoyed this actually. It's been a bit yeah. probably the episode we've done where I've learned the most because I didn't really know a lot about these players, these leagues, yeah. or anything like that. So um yeah, it's been an education, which is this is all about. Um, yeah, just follow us on Twitter at More Lives, uh, TikTok at Jenkson if you like pack openings, uh, and Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you to this, make sure you give us a five-star review because it helps uh with the algorithm, apparently. Um <laughs> which football club would you like Elon Musk to buy now he's got billions might happen might get involved in football Twitter who's uh, Wrexham's rival yeah who's Wrexham's rival yeah and everyone tweet uh, Ryan Reynolds to get Lee Trundle as the sporting director of Wrexham as well I think that's a that's a thing that is going to happen yeah yeah, but until next time hope you found the time of your lives on Team of Your Lives we'll see you next time Team